0: And we're recording. Great. Hey there.
1: <laughs> That's it.
0: That's the energy <laughs> intro. That is the
1: exact energy we're going for. That's why you're If you today. guys needed,
2: like, intro music, like, oh, well, <laughs> just, like, <laughs> you could just, just sing for us. It. Yeah, <laughs> right. It won't be copyrighted. You no, no one, one writes it. it for <laughs> us.
1: No us. I have never seen before. Or heard
0: before.
1: No. Hi, sweet friends. We're back with another Hello. podcast from the shit in our heads. Mm-hmm. Um, I was here with me. This is Jackie speaking, and we have our good internet pal Colleen. And I say it that way because that's literally what it is like, yeah. rarely, if ever. Through other people, I would say. That's what I'm trying to say. Through other people, do Colleen and Emma and I all sit in the same room? But this is the first time that Colleen and Emma and I have sat down outside of the internet. in our Instagram friendship that lives so passionately in our hearts. Um, We're all going down to Florida for a friend's wedding. In two weeks. So we're going to be roommates soon. So things are just really escalating. This is becoming a serious relationship. Really. I am committed. Do you have a different perspective on this? Like we're,
2: we're internet friends. How do you see no, yeah, us? It. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like I walked in the room one day whenever that was yes. and I like gave you a hug, but realized I had never touched you like, yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. like said your name out loud. Correct. Wow. Um, Besties. Yeah. Right. And we were like forced in the same room, mm-hmm. but yes. now we're like voluntarily in the same room, yes. which I feel like Progress. is a different kind of love. So. <laughs> Emma and I
1: love and admire Colleen for her confidence. Mm-hmm. So that is what we have asked her to talk to us all about today. Yeah. So with that, I will ask Colleen, first of all, just tell us a little more about who you are other than just our internet best friend, whatever you want us to know about you. Yeah. And from there, we'd love to just generally hear a springboard for what has your journey and confidence looks like.
2: Yeah. Thanks. Okay, so I'm Colleen. Um, I'm a 24-year-old single gal living in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I work as an account manager at a digital marketing agency, um, which basically is just a fancy word for the fact that I just tell people what to do in a kind way. Um, I love that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a good time. So I love to dance. I love to read. I love to write. I love to laugh. Um, and I am, that's it. That's all you need to know about me, I guess, for right now. But in terms of confidence, um, so kind of a long story. Uh, Starting in, like, high school, I started to wear makeup all the time. Like, couldn't go a day without it. Um, Was pretty much addicted to it uh, to the point where I would look at myself in the mirror when I wasn't wearing it, and I remember thinking, like, you look diseased. Mm -hmm. Like, no one wants to see this. Um, Just, like, lies started to... Just implant into my head and um, tell me things that obviously aren't true um, and don't define me, but I started to define myself by those lies. Um, And so I thought makeup was the solution, that um, makeup could be what covers up my insecurities, my imperfections, what society told me should be covered up. Um, And so yeah, throughout high school, I just depended on makeup and it might not seem like a big deal to most people because makeup normally isn't a big deal for most people. But for me, it was a lifeline and an oxygen mask. And um, yeah, somewhere around senior year, I realized like this wasn't what God had meant makeup to be. Makeup is to enhance beauty, um, not to be a shield or a a wall that we hide behind. And so um, I started to feel like, man, like God's doing something in my heart. He wants to unravel this, um, this chokehold that makeup had um, on me. And so I knew I wanted to do something about it, but I didn't know what to do because when you're in high school, you can't just walk into the room without makeup. All of a sudden, everyone's gonna ask you if you're feeling okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because my whole life I've been hiding behind, mm-hmm. I was like the Wizard of Oz, <laughs> hiding behind this, um, this facade. And so I graduated high school And, um, I was going to a young life camp with a few girls. And I remember thinking like, I want them to be so vulnerable with me. I want us to have like real deep relationship. And, uh, God was like, okay, cool. But are you going to be real with them? Like, are you going to be authentic? Are you going to be vulnerable? And I was like, what's that mean? (laughs) Ask me anything about my life. And like, I'll tell you, but ask me to take off my makeup and, you've cracked me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I felt like the Lord is asking me to go and just experience the week uh, without that. So I did, and it was awesome and so life-giving. And um, I started to to realize like, oh, I need to, to focus on how I'm serving people, not how I appear to people. Um, so later on that summer, I went to Work Crew for Young Life, which is just a month long, like serving at a camp day in and day out. Um, and I decided not to bring any makeup a- along with me on the trip um, just to, Kind of solidify what i learned in that first week um and while i was there it was awesome i had met so many new people that had never seen makeup colleen before and so they had no one to quote compare me to um and so i got to just like focus on serving people and loving them well and um get sweaty every single day and just go all out for jesus um and it was great until they asked me to share part of my testimony on stage if you know me I love being on stage, (laughs) the limelight is fun. Um, But at the time I was so insecure about the fact that I wasn't wearing makeup that that seemed like a huge deal. So I'm on stage and 600 campers are running into the room and the the spotlights are on me and I start to panic because this is the worst fear, (laughs) I'm living it. And in that moment, the Holy Spirit was like, don't you want them to leave and remember what I did in your life? not what you look like, not what your eyelashes look like, not, um, not even compare themselves to you. Like, that would be the last thing that I want is for these girls to leave and go, wow, that girl is really pretty. Mm -hmm. I want them to leave and go like, man, Jesus is real. And he's the only thing worth living for. And so I felt that in that moment. And it gave me like the courage to, you know, say whatever I need to say. And then getting off stage, the Lord was like, okay and do you know that that's the goal for when you're not on stage
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> isn't that like our goal for every single day is for um his ma- name to be made known and for us to glorify him in the way that we love people not in the way that we look um so then moving to college you know it was a fresh start no one knew who i was or what i had looked like with makeup and so i just continued that work crew mentality which was awesome but you get back to normal life when you're not like in a jesus bubble and um you start comparing yourself again you start just looking in the mirror and those lies start to come back um because when you're not living on if you're not when you're not living on purpose then other purposes start to cloud your judgment and they start to um just make you distracted on what's really important and why you're here so i get back i go to college and I'm experiencing everything that I felt in high school, but so much more heightened. Mm -hmm. Um, On top of that, body image stuff started to come back, and I just, I didn't even recognize the person I saw in the mirror, and um, that's really scary, especially in college when you're trying to figure out who you are and um, what matters to you Um, when the person you're looking at in the mirror doesn't look like anything you've ever known. It's just uh, disorienting, so um, really had to rely on the Lord to remind me of truth, remind me of what matters and um, what my purpose was and what he valued, I needed to also value the most. Um, and so in the morning, I'm I'm spending more time with the Lord rather than um, on my face. And I'm spending more time focusing on what my heart looks like rather than what my hair looks like. And uh, I say that with curled hair. But <laughs> um, yeah, so college was a huge turning point, um, because the first two years were just I just was smacked in the face with lies. Um, probably the worst it's ever been, but it actually led to the biggest um, turn of events. Uh, and God was able to use that those lies um, and and transform them with His truth and help me understand, um, yeah, what He says about me. And so um, I started to live in that freedom uh, probably around my junior year. And uh, we're obviously always struggling with it because some things you just you always will struggle with yeah. um but it's been cool to just rely on the Lord to um change my thought processes and um give me freedom in that hmm. There's so wow. many things I want to respond to <laughs>
1: just
2: perfection like this
1: I is know. not rehearsed like no. Colleen just like she laid her life out there in like more eloquent words than I like you were in the dictionary <laughs> and I'm like floored right now um, I'm dead um one of my favorite things that I would like to respond to is the fact that I feel like I can look at my life sometimes by like super defining moments. Mm -hmm. There was something about the way you just like spoke through your journey with confidence, Mm -hmm. your journey with like allowing the Lord to do a work in you. That's transforming lies to truth into who he says you are Mm -hmm. not what society like something about the fluidity in which you just articulated that felt to me more like real life than what some people talk about where there's like one definitive moment. And then Mm -hmm. after that, everything Mm -hmm. is easy. And that's like never been my experience of life. Like with any struggle that I've had, regardless of if it's with confidence or any number of other things, like I don't think I've ever, other than like, there was like a new Jackie born when she gave her life to Jesus and everything after that looks different. Mm -hmm. Still everything after that that looks different is like give and take and like Tension and freedom and, like, Mm -hmm. struggle and freedom and bliss and, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I appreciate the Mm -hmm. organicness of what you described just felt very, like, normal to me, but in a refreshing way because people aren't talking like that. Like, people are, like, here's what I learned Mm -hmm. and now I'm, like, an expert at it. Right. And so I just appreciate that like you have had multiple like defining moments where like, and the Lord convicted me here and I allowed him to do work in me. Then I fell back into this and he convicted me here and I allowed him to do work in me. Like yeah. that just
2: feels correct. Like that's correct <laughs> yes. for me. Like that's it's exactly what I experienced. So yeah. when I think if it was the other way around, if we had the defining moment and then like pristine and clean the rest of the time, it's like, who needs Jesus? Like what, right. what yeah. brings us back to the cross? Yeah. Only our humility and our brokenness does. And so it's, It's it's almost in his kindness that he continues to allow those things to bring us back to his arms because like that's where we find purpose and fulfillment and contentment is when we're like brought to our knees being like, God, I can't do this without Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Um, when our ego steps in and makes us think that like, oh, I've got this. Yeah. Then we do lose the fullness of joy because we're we don't need the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, So it's kind that he lets us struggle, I guess.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely.
1: I'm also struck by, um, just I feel like we live in a very like consumer are almost like a word we always want more. We mm-hmm. want to like add more to our life, do more, yeah. experience more. and and God does promise us that. like he promises us an abundant life in him. Sometimes I think I can lose like an abundant life in him. Can look like me giving up something for yeah. him, yeah. me fasting from something for him, mm-hmm. me having just boundaries on my life. And I feel like there's a what is that like a shot put? Is that what I'm trying? That's like the oh, vision what? that I have. Slingshot, slingshot, <laughs> not a shot put. I was like, that's not the right word.
2: The motion um, helped me. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> no, our
1: motion. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like sometimes I can think, well, if I like give something up that limits my life. Or like mm-hmm. if I fast something for the Lord or like create a boundary, mm-hmm. it's actually limiting. But what I hear in your story that I again think is true is like, uh, yeah, actually he asked us to lay down our life. Mm-hmm. Like
0: yeah.
1: when he convicts us to walk away from something, to quit something, to give something up, like we can trust that that intuition actually what did you say? Slingshots? Slingshots. Slingshot. Yeah. There's a <laughs> yeah, forward the motion that right. comes yeah. from that as opposed yeah, right. to like a holding us back or like limiting us. There's yeah. like an abundance from laying something down. Yeah. But I think we forget a lot in a yeah. culture that's just so like consume, create more, be more, right. do mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Actually, like, reel it in sometimes. Yeah. And like, ask yourself what you can rid in order to have that like forward motion. Hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. so good. That's just me.
2: And there's freedom in picking it back up again. Like one mm-hmm. day I might yeah. wear makeup again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's been six years, but a seventh year might be, you know, the end. And so it's mm-hmm. like God gives us freedom to be like, okay, and makeup's not bad. And you can, yes. you know, yeah. you can re enter that space of just, okay, great. I'm going to give up TV for a month right. or whatever it is. Yeah. And then January 1st, we watch Love Actually again, you know, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. He Absolutely. gives us freedom in, in both. Yeah. That's good. That is good. So you touched on this for a minute, but I'm curious. You talked about how a lot of the first couple years of college for you was practicing presence of the Lord and, and asking him to change your heart and to work on your heart and spending time in the word and things like that instead of like on your face or on your hair. Are there other like practices that you have found yourself implementing in your life, like taking a break from social media or... Things that you have found yourself stepping away from to more acutely be aware of what God is doing through this and have the woman you want to be.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's a, a couple of things. Um, first thing being like surrounding myself with people mm-hmm. who are chasing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard. You know, you get <laughs> stuck into a freshman dorm of people, like a smorgasbord of people. Yeah, here's this shish kebab. So, so a lot of weird words in That's one sentence, really but, so <laughs> and you become friends with them and they're great and they become some of your best friends ever. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's harder to, to be on purpose when you're surrounded by different purposes and yeah. it's easy to get distracted. And so, um, not that I don't have people that aren't have they don't have the same kind of purpose, but, um, the people who are feeding into my life and filling up my cup, are they also putting more value in who they are rather than what they look like um, to encourage me to do the same when I start to slip. Mm -hmm. Um, I think journaling is huge. Um, Reflecting on uh, what I'm struggling with today allows me to, in two months, look back and thank the Lord for His goodness Mm -hmm. um, and remember His faithfulness. Yeah. And spending time in his word and prayer and stillness and allowing his voice to speak louder than um, my fears, my lies. And part of that practice is me pulling a David and Psalms and being like, Lord, I feel like the world is ending. And like, here are my fears, my lies, and like laying them out before him to be super honest and real, and then giving him space to speak into that um, and trusting him enough to know that he means those things, that he's good. Um, Because if if you don't know someone, you're not going to trust them. Mm -hmm. So this is something that's been helpful to me (laughs) when I think about like trusting the Lord. Um, I picture like I'm in my room and this man runs into the room and he goes, Colleen, jump out the window. And I, first of all, what are you doing in my room? Who are you? (laughs) Right. And he's just this like random man, never seen before in my life. He's wearing jeans and a t-shirt. I'm not going to jump out the window. Mm -hmm. A fireman jumps, runs into my room and says, Colleen, jump out the window Mm -hmm. I'm gonna hesitate, but like in the end, he's a fireman, he like, he gets it. I'm gonna mm-hmm. jump out the window and trust that he Like the rest of his troop is gonna be there to catch me. And so it's like, if you know who's asking you to take a leap of faith, mm-hmm. lay something down, like it's easier to do. Mm-hmm. And when you're tempted to pick it back up or you're tempted to believe the lies, it's like, no, 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 my fireman told me to jump out the window. Like he's safe Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can trust him in that. Mm-hmm. And so oh if goodness. you don't fill yourself yes. up with who he is, then of course the lies will be louder. Yeah.
1: Yes. Wow. This is my total conversation right now. And I never, I didn't even like connect it with confidence, but Mm -hmm. I think it is. It's that I can have confidence in me because of my confidence in Christ, Mm -hmm. because Emmanuel, because God, God with us, Mm -hmm. like, because I've been like saying this out loud and just like the current season I am in, I Literally just like quit my job with no notice. My first career job didn't even make <laughs> yes. it 90 days. <laughs> That's all right. Like salary. So good. Like <laughs> benefits resume. Like it was there. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know what God was asking me to do. And I trust mm-hmm. like who he is. And I've been literally saying out loud, like to people struggling with my decision. Mm-hmm. One of them, I'll just say it. One of them, parents, like mm-hmm. I was, you can trust who I am. Yeah. Like, you can trust who you raised. Like, you can have confidence in. Yeah. Like, I have full confidence that, like, Holy Spirit moved in my heart, and so I acted. Like yeah. That's just interesting to me that all of that, that's something new, I guess, that yeah. I'm reflecting on. But I'm, like, hearing it in your story now, too. Yeah. Just, like, yeah, I trust who is telling me to maneuver my life. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, like, increases, like, my inner confidence people mm-hmm. call it like intuition or their inner voice mm-hmm. like really it's just God in us like yeah. Holy Spirit with me yeah uh, that's what my my faith is in
2: and sometimes when you receive that pushback it allows you to like dig deep and wait a second no like I truly do is believe God who this he says he yeah. Is. yeah
0: yes he is yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely yeah and it forces you to reaffirm those foundations that you've already laid yeah yeah for sure
1: the well just keeps going deeper the depth, <laughs> every time we have
0: one of those circumstances. Oh, it's like
1: I leave it like, oh, he really is who he says he is. Like yeah. he did not just hang me out to dry there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What is one thing that you would say, like a piece of wisdom that you would give now to like eighteen-year-old Colleen, like
2: if you're you <laughs> like entering sis,
1: college, like a little uh, sister in front of you, what what wisdom would you give him?
2: Yeah, I would say two things. One. No one cares. <laughs> like the uh, world, the good, this is going to sound morbid. The good thing <laughs> about the world being so sinful is the fact that no one cares about you really. Everyone's Let's talk about that. Yeah. Everybody thing. is so obsessed with themselves yeah. that no one actually cares what mm-hmm. you look like. Yeah. Um, and so if there is something like some soul searching that you need to do like in my story, I needed to lay down my makeup. No one actually cares that you're doing mm-hmm. that. And so you don't need to feel, I remember like walking through uh, like a cafeteria or whatever, dining hall. What am I saying? Mm -hmm. It's not high school, new school. Um, Walking through the dining (laughs) hall, and I remember, like, evading boys' glances Mm -hmm. to be like, please don't see me, please don't see me. And it's like, the boy is on the way to get pizza and mac and cheese. He is not looking at you, (laughs) right? (laughs) Like, like Sorry, true. sister, the limelight is actually not on you because everyone's wow. so sinful and wrapped up in their own lives and heads. That's, oh, that's so um, wise. <laughs> <laughs> and so like we just like not worry about it. Like yeah. you are not the main character in everyone's story. Um, and so you can you can mess up and you can look mm-hmm. not your best all day. And And the second thing I would say is that like that's not actually what matters when it's your birthday. No one is saying, dear Jackie, dear Emma, dear Colleen, thank you so much for the way that your hair falls just so perfectly (laughs) and the way that your thighs don't touch and X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. They're like, thanks for the day that you showed up when no one else would and listened and cared for me and yada, yada. And so it's like, one day we're going to be saggy, everyone. We're going to (laughs) sag. And what's going to matter? I work with those (laughs) Jackie knows. And they're saggy.
1: When no one cares,
2: I love them
0: all the more. Exactly.
2: Exactly. And for us to be so obsessed and Mm -hmm. to spend the the, um, most free years of our lives being chained by something that won't last is like, oh my God, I got goosebumps. What are we doing? Like there's work to be, we got shit to do, you guys. Amen. Like, let's go. Let's go. Yeah.
1: I'm pumped. <laughs> let's go. <That's laughs> it. And the TED Talk. <laughs> <done>. That was <laughs> it right there.
0: That was the whole Stop second. recording.
1: <laughs> That's so wow. good. That's so good. We've talked a lot about confidence in by a way of like the world standard versus mm-hmm. who Jesus calls us to be. And we've talked about that kind of in the context of um, like body image. I would love to hear what for you is like a God breathed confidence, like not mm-hmm. something that we can just like death grip ourselves. And I think I can live in false realities, Mm -hmm. honestly. I can convince myself of like a confidence that like is actually rooted in my own creation. And so when that crumbles away, Mm -hmm. I get really distressed. So what's the difference between like a confidence in the world, a confident air? You talked about being the Wizard of Oz, like putting Mm -hmm. on the show. Mm -hmm. what's the difference between that and a god breathed confidence for you? And there's not like a right answer for you Mm -hmm. in your life. What does that look like? And how does that like affect your life, your perspective of the world, the way you maneuver it, the way your relationships
2: are? Like, Mm -hmm. what does that look like in action? I don't know if this is going to answer your question. Go for it. (laughs) Um, While you're talking, I just thought of like the word why of like, every single decision that you make, asking yourself why, okay, I'm putting Mm -hmm. on this jacket. Why are you putting on the jacket? Well, I'm trying to portray myself as I have it all together or, you know, I'm trying to keep myself warm. Like the why behind what you're, what you're doing and and the time that you spend on your hair, makeup, Mm -hmm. body, yada, yada, anything work, um, the way that you treat other people, why, um, if like, if God is not fueling that why it does crumble because it's not eternal, it doesn't fill you up, it doesn't satisfy you, it doesn't love you back. Um and so I think I think the the God confidence is is um knowing the gospel, believing it, and then letting it just like marinate all mm-hmm. the chicken of your life. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Because then your chicken's gonna be, good. Gonna be real
1: good.
2: So I don't know if that answered your well, question. That's okay in my
1: mind. Okay. It did. It did. And it relates to my life too. Like, absolutely. I can just, I keep going back to this example because it's what just happened to me that I quit Mm -hmm. this job. Mm -hmm. The original why of taking the job Mm -hmm. was an eternally rooted reason within me of like, I love old people and I want to serve and advocate and love and just bless their socks off. I took an opportunity to do that and quickly learns that that specific avenue of doing that Mm -hmm. was not actually what God would have me do. Mm -hmm. And my response was, I'm going to grin and bear this for a year because that just feels like socially, relationally, professionally acceptable to Mm -hmm. like wait a whole year and resign, even though I knew within the first two weeks. Mm -hmm. And God really shut that shit up for me. He was, he made some like chaos in my workplace and in my personal life in order to, for me to take action in what I already knew of like, you just got to leave. It became the, the why became well i can't leave mm-hmm. because it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. to leave before and not you even hit a 90 days mm-hmm. to leave a salary that's 10k higher than what you asked for to leave full mm-hmm. benefits it's your first career job it looks great on a resume that was not the why of why i originally got mm-hmm. into it and mm-hmm. i knew right. god was clearly articulating to me you're in the right lane you're in the right profession you're loving the right people you're just in like the wrong avenue like so yeah exactly like the wrong specific you just need to go to a different sector of this field in order Mm -hmm. to really live out the eternal purpose here absolutely
2: that was I really let the
1: why affect why I was staying in a prideful way and Mm -hmm. not not the eternal way that originally put me there yeah and it it killed me. I mean, literally <laughs> Colleen's text to me when I, when we were texting about, <laughs> respectfully, oh my gosh, <laughs> she literally was like, oh, I'm so glad to hear that you quit that job. Respectfully, when I saw you a month ago,
0: what were, what were her words? She you was looked like, like a walking corpse. Yes, she said
1: your spirit looks like a walking Walking course. Yeah. Because yeah. it was!
0: <laughs> I lost the eternal life. Her first time seeing her in real life, and she could yeah. tell. I was yes! Like, what oh what my was God. going
1: on? In first time life? not over the internet and the Instagram story, and Colleen was like, oh, she's unwell. Well. She yeah. is yeah. unwell. Wow. It was
2: true. It was right on. The so wow. first time seeing, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> <Like>, in <brain> my spirits.
1: <laughs> you
0: can, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So praise God for eventually oh, you yeah. changed courses Absolutely. and reminders of. No, I think that yeah. perfectly answered the question. Yeah. That is God breathed confidence yeah. right there. To say I'm doing the thing that makes no sense.
0: Right. It's yeah. not gonna
1: make sense from a worldly perspective. Right. Because I know I know what the eternal why is and I know what I need to pivot in order right. to get in alignment with that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's good. That's so good. I feel like I'm literally just sitting here in silence because I'm literally like so grinning at us from across the way. And yes. She's just, just like, notepad like, out. I'm like <laughs> taking <laughs> notes. No, I literally this year I've been trying so hard to just sit and listen because for so long, I've had people tell me, like, you are so wise for your age and you are doing incredible, Mm -hmm. even Jackie, like, she's like, you're so wise beyond your years and you are so willing to step up to the plate and step into an arena that you've never visited before and never walked in before. And this year has knocked me down Mm -hmm. in so many ways. And I'm just sitting here and every single thing that you two are saying, it's like, oh, that's for my business. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. for my walk with God. Oh, that's for my personal life. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. for my friendships. Literally. Yeah. Like the why thing, especially has been super big specifically with building this business over the last eight months, I've like burnt out and then come back to the top of the mountain again and then burnt out and then come back to the top of the mountain. And this month specifically has been coming back to why I want to do these things, why I want to empower women, why I want to create sustainable merchandise for small businesses and all these different things. And, you're just affirming every single oh, thing. That's the Holy Spirit, <laughs> and I'm just sitting here. And I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so just not here. I love I'm you. just so happy <laughs> to We're be happy here. I actually, I loved hearing you talk about like giving up makeup, like that very tangible act of like mm-hmm. trusting in God. I had a really similar experience two and a half years ago, where I didn't buy clothes for an entire year because I wanted to throw myself into understanding like sustainability and s Ethical clothing and ethical purchasing and slow fashion because of the way it affects the world and the way it affects my mindset and my Consumerist mindset specifically Mm -hmm. and this morning I was sitting with a friend Talking about how I barely owned like any clothes and she wants to get rid of a bunch and she was like How did you get here and I was thinking and I was like I have no clue and I remembered (laughs) It's like a very quiet thing that comes in when you give something up. And then you look back two years mm-hmm. later, and you're like, Oh, yeah, I just Yeah, now I'm here. Yeah. And I, I took those actionable steps. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. I'm here. Is that how you feel with like makeup? Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's like those small decisions along the way. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you do end up on a different island and you look around and you're like, oh, I guess I, I, I did walk the plank and I did find a shark and I did ride here. You know, it's Mm -hmm.
0: like, right? (laughs) I I guess a
2: weird metaphor, but um, these small acts of obedience got me here for sure. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, now that I'm here, do I, do I make my home on this island? Am I, you know, relying on the Lord to like allow me to thrive here? And mm-hmm. am I depending on him to, to provide
0: for me here? Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful.
2: He does want
1: us to like flourish. Like he wants us to thrive. Mm-hmm. And the, li- I love the idea of like the little steps of obedience. And even like, I notice when I'm on the Island, once I've done, I've done the plank and the shark and the whole thing <laughs> till I get there. I like sometimes forget journaling helps me too mm-hmm. to look back and mm-hmm. be like, Oh, that was actually so painful. Like Mm -hmm. that, that shark or that blank, like there were actually like some things that I maneuvered. Cause once you're like in the Island of glory, right. Mm -hmm. You look back and you're like, Oh, this is what God had for me. He wanted me to flourish. He wanted me to thrive. Sometimes I forget like the hard or the good that like Mm -hmm. led me there. And I think the even more beautiful thing that I can forget sometimes is like, he will allow me again to like pack up that Island and go walk another plane. Mm -hmm. Like we are Mm -hmm. multidimensional beings. Yeah we have the same lessons to learn over and over, but we also have different lessons and different directions. And mm-hmm. Colleen mentioned earlier, like six years without makeup, maybe year seven. He'll tell me and I can pick it up again. Mm-hmm. Like that is just the beauty of the small acts of obedience. Mm-hmm. I think allow us to live in a freedom of like, it, it's not linear and it mm-hmm. might not like make sense from a world perspective, but yeah. like, gosh, the testament of, like, over time Mm -hmm. with the plank and the shark and the island. And now I pack up this tent and I go to a new island. Like, (laughs) weird metaphor, but that's exactly it. Like, I think that's the whole call. Like, Mm -hmm. we're living between two Edens, right? Mm -hmm. And we're trying to figure out how to maneuver the mess of that before we get to our next Eden with him. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's a little bit of an Eden. There's a little bit of, like, a wonderment for me and, like, a whimsy in something that seems unglamorous, just those small acts, the small yeses. And sometimes like the, I fell off the plank or I got bit by the shark that like comes with that. Mm
2: -hmm. I don't
1: know. That just gets me excited because that just feels like like the way we're called to experience this life. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think something that the Lord's challenged me with uh, in the past and even now being very vulnerable is, okay, makeup was an idol, you gave it up, is giving it up an idol? Hmm. Have you now,
1: wow,
2: created wow. another idol of look at me, look at me, look at me? Now I'm huh. six years without makeup. Toss, toss, toss. I just toss my hair. Um, <laughs> no, like <It's laughs> that, her hair flip. Right. <laughs> that can be another idol. That can be yeah. another ego thing. That can wow. be another. Well, who am I if I'm not the girl who didn't who gave up makeup? Dang, girl. And so there's even like danger in. And in, in the acts of obedience, do we still depend on the Lord in the acts mm-hmm. of obedience? And once we've done that, do we still give the glory back to him? Yes. And are we, again, willing to pick up back pick up, up the, the yep. makeup brush and your seven yep. and say, okay, Lord, like this. Wow. Yeah, this is yours. This That was your story. This is still your story. And I'm whatever the next step of obedience is. Hmm. Here's my, here's my surrender. Yep.
0: Yeah. How I'm curious, this is like going a little off topic, but how is this, this journey of no makeup and confidence and walking in who the Lord would truly have you to be as a woman in him? How has that affected your relationships, like your friendships and Hmm. your family and the people you choose to be in your life and the people who choose you to be in their life? How has that affected all of that?
2: Um, that's a good question. (laughs) Not everyone in my life was supportive of my decision in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it was, as you were saying, Jackie, like just hard to, yeah, having to dig in your heels and be like, no, this is what God asked me to do. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'd say in the beginning it caused a little strife. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, but I think, I think now I can't speak for what it does for other people, but what it does for me is (laughs) keeps me humble. Like when Mm -hmm. I, so sometimes I'll wear makeup if I have a performance or something, um, or if I'm in someone's wedding or yeah, yeah. And when I'm wearing a full face of makeup, I'm a different human. Like I, Mm -hmm. I carry myself differently. I'm strutting instead of meekly walking and I'm Tossing my hair over my shoulder instead of looking around seeing like who needs help picking up their whatever they just dropped. So there's like this different a, a persona that makeup because mm-hmm. makeup gives me gave me and still gives me yeah. this confidence that um, if left unchecked becomes egotistical of yeah. me. So um I think me surrendering that and letting that go um, brings me to a place that of humility that the Lord delights in of Mm -hmm. um, sometimes confidence isn't the goal because Mm -hmm. confidence sometimes doesn't uh, it it wasn't, Jesus was confident, but Jesus was humble. And I think confidence without humility is sinful. And so, um, yeah, I think, it has helped my relationship because it allows me to um, continue to be mm. kind of quote put in my place in the kindest way possible. Um, but also I think n- no one, no one wants to be vulnerable and open with someone who looks like they have it all together. Yeah. Yeah. And so if I can sit there and be like, Hey, you're looking at my bare face, show me your bare heart. Like we can have a real raw conversation
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and, and that can actually bring us closer together. So hmm good.
1: Amen. (laughs) I've had like that same conviction
2: when I, confidence
1: is just something for me that I, even if it's a facade, it's like by my own false worldly grasping, Mm -hmm. like I know how to pick it up and put it on. Yeah. Like in other people, regardless of how I feel internally, (laughs) I'm going to walk into a room with the blazer and the hair and the makeup and people are going to be like, oh shit. Like I just know how to do that. And that can benefit me. And it also can really be destructive. And I, in my first years of college was completely different life path that I'm on now in the college of musical arts, studying opera performance and the voice studio that I was in, like these were the girls in the entire college of musical arts that were studying with the world-class teacher. And with that came a physical thing that had to happen. Like we were the ones in music theory class at 8 AM that had the perfect winged eyeliner and the perfect outfit and the whole, like it was, it's strange, but it was just the culture. And I think that's somewhat normal for like the opera (laughs) and performance like world. Um, But I was fully bought into it. I didn't Mm -hmm. understand I can be part of like an opera and performance world without buying into like the worldly culture of it. It wasn't until years later that some of my closest friends that at the time I was like leading in a student ministry and they were a couple of years younger than me and coming to the thing that I was leading. After time went by, we developed a relationship. They saw my true heart and we developed like a mutual respect and trust. It took me a long time to get there with them. And I just thought that was them. Mm-hmm. It was me. They like approached me years later when they were comfortable with me saying like, you looked intimidating. You looked unapproachable. Like you looked like you had it together and we were freshmen that were like failing our biology class and (laughs) changing our major. And we did not need like the dress and the hair and Mm -hmm. the girl that looks like she has it together to maneuver. We developed and learned over time that you did maneuver that humbly with us, Mm. but just the physical look of you did Mm. not seem like someone that you would accept are like flailing freshmen selves. Wow. And I was like, shit. Yeah. (laughs) That's not what I was going for. And I didn't even know it was affecting people that way. Wow. But that was humbling. I was like, yeah, we got to cut that shit out. (laughs) We got to get that on lock. (laughs) Catch me every day on campus in sweatpants. Right. (laughs) There's a moment for the blazer. There's a moment (laughs) for the confidence. But... I mean, it was it was for me used to a place of in the College of Musical Arts, establishing something that I felt I needed Mm -hmm. that was not actually serving
2: the parts of my life that really mattered. Yes. Relationships with people. Mm -hmm. Right. Because when you boil that down, like, what is my purpose? Is it to prove something to you or is it to give something to you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. Uh, Priyanka Chopra talks about how confidence is something you like learn and build and then you keep in your back pocket for when you need to Mm. pull it out Mm -hmm. in the room where so she won Miss India and then Miss World and so like in the room where she had no confidence to strut in a bathing suit she had to pull out that confidence Mm -hmm. in order to get to the round where she could answer the question about what she would change in the world that would then lead her to those opportunities to influence women and like lead her philanthropy and all that and that just has sounds like exactly what you're saying Mm -hmm. like it's something that you pull out so that you can walk into room into a room with humility knowing i have something to offer and it's not what i look like Mm -hmm. but i need to get into this room looking like this so that you can hear what i have to offer
2: yeah that's so good the back pocket and and Mm -hmm. making that a prayerful process of yeah okay lord time to pull it out no okay yeah keep it back in there (laughs) i trust you (laughs) yeah Yeah. and when you do you know pull it out put it on it's it's um like, who do you give credit? Who do you give glory to when mm-hmm. that's moves you to the next Absolutely. round?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So cool. So, we have.
1: I was going to say, question. any last anecdotes? Because we have a little. We got something for you. Yeah, we got a little wrap it up. I'm excited. You are ready for this class? Yeah. We <laughs> to um, First question. We would love to know what is something, doesn't have to be related to our, our topic today of confidence yeah, or whatever. Okay. What is something that God is doing in your life right yeah. now?
2: Hmm. Um, what God is doing in my life is he's teaching me that he doesn't want my cartwheels. Um, I think my whole life I'm a dancer, so I love, like I said, the limelight performing and I think 24 years of my life. So up until this point, I have been doing cartwheels, uh, in the background, um, being like, God, do you see me? I'm doing these things for you. Here's my resume, Lord. Here's all the things that I've here are the islands that I swam to, and the yeah. the things that you asked me to do, and here are the crosses that I bore. Um, don't you love me? And he's like, bro, <laughs> I don't want your cartwheels. Yeah, I love them, and I asked you to do them, and I'm so glad. Like, I'm delighted that you desired to surrender to me, um, yeah. but I really just want your heart. And um, yeah, it's it's so frustrating and freeing at the same time. Frustrating because oh, I have no control over my salvation. I have no control over my freedom um, and freeing because it's like, oh, I don't have to do anything and I can't earn his love. And yeah. um, the gospel is so duplicitous of like on one side, uh, what makes you love it is the thing that makes you hate it. Yeah, no, <laughs> You're like, oh, what totally. do you mean I can't do any cartwheels? What do you mean I can't earn anything here? Um so yeah, he's just telling me to, to sit down on the gym mat and just sit with him instead of trying to do backflips for him. So
0: wow. that's beautiful.
2: Thank, Thank you I so love much. That. I love that too. And I was like, also convicting. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to
1: go journal about that later. <laughs> I'm making to have a conversation. Uh-huh. 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 Um, second question, rapid fire. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I'm telling you, the theme song, we, could <laughs> we really could. Call Colleen, it. Emma, and I. Yeah. I so it's our project after we record this. What is currently on your nightstand? Next year then.
2: <gasps> oh my gosh. Okay. So I went on a cruise. She's really excited. <laughs> I went on a cruise like two weeks ago. Oh, wow. That's not true. A month ago. And <laughs> what is it? It was it was the end of October. Who am I? Okay, oh, it's December. Yeah. 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 So um, my friend and I took uh, what's it called? The cameras you disposable oh. cameras. Oh. The ones that you wind up. Yeah. And we just yes. like snapshots everywhere. And I just got them developed and I uh, so I put the pictures on Aww. my nightstand. The problem is 98% of them are dark and blurry, yeah. and you can't see anything, but there's one. There is one photo where I am, it's a side profile, get the side angle, got the jawline. Yes. I am chowing down <laughs> on an ice cream cone <laughs> with the ocean in the background, oh my little my bathing God. suit on, and I'm like the happiest little camper, the happiest little pea pod I've ever uh-huh. seen, and so that is right next to me on my nightstand because I'm obsessed with myself apparently. I
0: love that.
2: <laughs> But I just am like, wow, I'm I'm so happy and look at me chowing on this little ice cream. I wow. I just love it. So I it's love amazing. that. That is amazing. Probably my <laughs> night guard also, but yeah. Good, good. Perfect. <laughs> Gotta keep it real. <laughs> that was so good. I'm
1: so glad for that answer. Um, last thing that we would like to do with all of our guests, this is our little gift to you, is we're going to hype you up. So <gasps> yes. Emma and I talked and prayed about you before you came, so, and there are just things that we love about you that the mm-hmm. world deserves to know if they didn't already observe it in yes. the last hour that they spent with you. So one of my favorite things about my internet friend, Colleen, is that she, so, like, very genuinely, this mm-hmm. comes from a, a place of of sincerity in her, the way that she shows up to celebrate other women just suggests with all the genuineness in the world that there's, like, room at the table for everyone. She sees the success of another woman, and for her, it's not, like, a threat or a, like, oh, my gosh, I have to be in competition. Like, she is just the first one to show up and, like, breathe an encouragement over mm-hmm. people and breathe a celebration over Seriously. other women's successes that is just you you witness it and you're like that's correct like I don't see enough of that in the world but that's how we should be championing yeah. each other absolutely that's one of my favorite things
0: one of my <laughs> favorite things about my internet friend Colleen is how I love the <laughs> so that's bad. the title of this podcast our I'm Colleen yes, yes. <laughs> okay is she shows up So unapologetically, unmasked, and fully Hmm. everywhere she goes, including the internet, which is why I was drawn to her, (laughs) to become friends with her over Instagram DMs. Literally, (laughs) she will post videos dancing at weddings and eating ice cream and building gingerbread houses. And you're like, this is in no way at all a facade. At all, It's completely genuine, and it's completely pure, and it makes me want to know you more. And it's so Mm -hmm. beautiful. Yes. I love it. And the final thing that I shared with Emma about my internet friend
1: Colleen, <laughs> we had
0: to. We had to. Yeah, the full name name brand always. is there. Right, the yeah. this, this has been
1: established. Uh-huh. Um, from one creative to another, Colleen creates in a way, even when she's just sharing her creation on the internet, that is not. Um, polished, like yeah, it's yeah. not like I took 76 takes and now I, I'm, I'm sharing my creation that's actually at this point production. <laughs> <laughs> right. And um, from like the little singer and creative in my heart, I just appreciate that when I see her sharing with me a creative video of her building a gingerbread house <laughs> yeah. or a video of her just like dancing with friends, like that was just genuine to the moment. And mm-hmm. I think we lose sight of creation as a way to like connect with our shared humanity. Mm-hmm. And so I appreciate that when I look at Colleen's creation, it encourages me in my creation mm. to just mm-hmm. quite literally create, period. Right. End of right. sentence. Right. Not produce, not perform. Mm. Right. But just create for the connection of it. So
0: yeah.
1: I love that about you.
0: Well, my heart is so <laughs> <laughs> We just guys. wanted to breathe our love over you. Oh, You're amazing.
2: Well, it took my breath away. Thank you.
0: I, I do have out. one final question for you. Okay. Oh, what? Oh, I'm ready. Right. There's like, surprise, 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 <laughs> so surprise. No, yeah. Would you pray over our listeners? The <gasps> girls who are period sitting in their rooms because that. they don't want to go out because they hate the way they look and the girls mm-hmm. who don't know how to trust God with their process and their island. And mm-hmm. yeah. I'd love you, to. Would you I'm going really, to kneel. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Holy. Wow. This is so good.
2: Um, hopefully my legs don't fall asleep. <clears throat>
1: if they do, we'll help you out.
2: Praise but. God. Um. Yeah. Uh, Father, thank you for um, everyone under the sound of my voice. Thank you for the way that you created them uniquely and um, perfectly. Thank you that you uh, created them and you saw that they were good um, only because of your son's blood on the cross. Um, Thank you for uh, what you're going to do with their story and for the purpose it's going to have for every girl who um, just feels not enough, who feels... Well, girl and guy who feels not enough, um, who feels like they're striving and performing and, um, just on a treadmill chasing after, uh, the wind, mm-hmm. um, God, I ask that you would, um, lead them to the cross, um, where you ultimately will satisfy every desire and longing in their heart. Mm-hmm. Um, every desire to be loved and seen and valued and known God, um, and and the way that they seek to um, pursue that through looks and um, different cartwheels in their own lives, God, I pray that you would um, transform the way that they see that and that they would just find rest in you instead. God, thank you that you don't require anything of us, but our surrendered heart. Um, thank you for making a way um, through your son and and uh, allowing us to have abundance and the fullness of joy and, and full life um, because of his gift to us on the cross. Um, I pray that we would grasp that fullness of life, um, that you'd free us from the grips of the lies and the fears that are in our heads um, and given to us by society and um, the people that we love and the enemy. Um, I ask that uh, you would break chains um, so that we could look more like you um, and that we could glorify you more and be found by you and um, known by you. We love you and we trust you. And that's a wrap. Amen.
0: Amen. (laughs) Amen. Thank you for being here, internet friend Colleen. We love (laughs) love. internet friend Colleen. This was so much fun. Let's do it again. Let's do (laughs) it again. All right. Goodbye, y'all. We'll see you in the next one.